0: Welcome to another episode of the More Love Podcast. Today we're talking with Carol Schrader. Welcome, Carol. Thank you. Hi there. Hi, everybody who's going to tune into this. Great to be with you all. <laughs> so this is Carol's second uh, episode with the More Love Podcast, and, and I'm thrilled about that. Last time, Carol, remember we talked about having a heart connection on our spiritual journey, how important it is to have a heart connection? Yes, I do. We've really loved that episode. And I'd really love to hear your experiences and wisdom about how important it is to stay open minded on our spiritual journey. But also, in being open minded, how do we stay safe? Because you know, that's part of a, a worry I think people have when they're on their spiritual journey. Which information can they trust or which? You know how how do they stay safe? So let's talk about open mindedness. Okay.
1: Well, from my last podcast, you would have known that I've sort of been in this area or this field for many, many, many years since a child. So, over the years, as I moved into healing, please excuse me. I've got some allergies going on from all the flowers at the moment. So please excuse my throat clearing. Um, so staying safe, as you put it, is a, it's more of a learning curve as to what you're listening to and what you're not. Because you have to understand when you go on a spiritual spirit journey, and especially if you're receiving messages, a lot of you will go, well, is this my head talking? Is this my heart? Is this my higher self? Or is it some other being trying to influence me? The way I have, over the years, created space for myself is to always ground into our mother. I always feel the connection of Mother Earth beneath my feet. So whether you're sitting in a room or standing on concrete, you can always send your energy down into the earth and pull it back up into your heart space this is a form of grounding. And then, of course, I call in the Christ consciousness of the universe and pull that down from above into my heart space. So they merge together. In doing that, you're creating like a, um energy field of love and protection. And then I see myself. And anybody can do this. You either see yourself, you either... Your intention is that no negative or harmful thing can come into this space that you've created. And I suggest everyone do that even before you meditate because the influences outside of us, not always for our highest good. Mm. There are influences that will go blah, 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 and your mind will latch onto it and go, oh yeah, that sounds good. And you go there. But that isn't necessarily the absolute truth. My whole journey is about absolute love, absolute truth and purity. And if you have something that doesn't quite resonate, then you need to reassess it. So having a heart connection like we talked about before is really, really important. The other influences that can come to us are sometimes people that have passed over even and they'll come and give you their interpretation of whatever the question is or whatever it is that's going on. And that not, is not necessarily the truth. The only way you're going to feel truth is in your heart and that's why I talked so profoundly about it before because the heart is where everything is. But if you get out of your head and center in your heart space, then you'll hear the truth, feel the truth, and be the truth. Does that make sense?
0: It does. Thank you very much. And that grounding ac- activity of of connecting with Mother Earth, and some people call it Father Sky, or yeah,
1: however you want to see it. Mm. That is a really important thing. Like this is what I would suggest you do. If you're, I mean, we're going to talk a bit about channeling and the safety of it best thing you can do is just to close your eyes be in that beautiful space have a nice environment somewhere where you sit most times and it's always better to be in a place the same place so your body and your energy gets used to that place as being ah this is where we go into spirit form this is where we listen to guidance or whatever it is that you are planning on doing and that's when i suggest you envisage yourself you either see it feel it or imagine it it's all the same you send your energy down into mother earth you feel it as she go down and connect with her and feel that energy and bring it back up into your body up into your heart you can actually if you practice doing this you will feel it then you go to father sky source christ consciousness universal consciousness whatever you want to call it Then you bring that down, imagine, feel, see as it comes down into your crown chakra at the top of your head, coming down all the way to merge with Mother Earth's energy in your heart. Then you, yourself, your higher self, your spirit self, whatever you want to call it, can then merge with those two energies and it becomes the trinity of mother, father and child. And there you are in your truth, in your beingness, one with all of that and all that is. Then you're a clear channel.
0: Well, I hope uh, those listening have followed along with you and because I have and it feels sensational. Thank you. It
1: is a beautiful experience and if it doesn't happen straight off, sometimes you going to have little blocks and so you've just got to keep practicing until you feel it and it will happen. There's no way it can't. I haven't had one person in all of the years I have been a practitioner and a healer and a mentor for people and a spiritual counselor for people. Not once have I had one person that haven't hasn't been able to do it. Even the most gothic, wayward teenagers who are <laughs> hell bent <laughs> on not going there, go there. <laughs> It's amazing.
0: Well, it is going back to our true source. So it's kind of impossible not to. When I said that,
1: I had a young girl when I was over in South Africa. I was doing a lot of work over there at one stage in my life, and this girl came to me, and she was just a nightmare. Nobody could control her. She was – everything was just dark. It was like a dark cloud walked into the room, and she didn't believe in anything. And by the end of our session, she said, "I can't believe how amazing this feels." She just went there because they can't help it, as you said. The truth: once you connect with that, it within yourself, all the doors open up. It's amazing.
0: Also, the pain and suffering we experience is our searching, isn't it? You know, it's yes. our, it's our begging for the truth.
1: And sometimes the pain and suffering are there for you to realize that you have created this pain and suffering nothing you don't have pain and suffering without you being a part of it and a lot of us go through life blaming everything else on all the circumstances around us but when you sit down and really look at it it's like i have been a party to this how did i create this well it's not serving me so i need to let it go now Mm. And that has to be your past. We re- reached a stage of energy now within this universe, within this field, within this planet, where we can no longer live in the past. The past is done and dusted. It's finished. And even that timeline, it's gone. But if you keep giving it energy, it's going to keep coming back. It's never going to go. So what you have, what we have to do now at this point is to live in this moment, live in this nanosecond of time and release all of that that no longer serves us. We have to literally surrender it and let it go and move to a space of euphoria almost because when you start realizing that it is your energy creating that same situation over and over again and you realize that it's coming to you in different forms and you're triggered by different things and relationships or circumstances, that's when you really need to look at it and go, hang on, this is an energy, pa- energetic pattern that I'm creating and allowing to take me in that direction. I have to let this go and be in the here, the now, this moment.
0: In our last episode uh, or my last episode, sorry, Carol, with uh Anne Olson, we talked about her book titled Surrender to the Stillness. Yes. So the surrendering is is absolute. And her second book is The Ascendance of Love, which yes. is exactly what you're speaking about. When we when we stand still in that Trinity I was gonna say position, but that's a bit yogurish. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> It's the it's the feeling, is the mo- it's in that Energetic space, it's like this is the all. Yeah. You become the I am, which you are, part of it.
0: Yep, and we're contributing to the ascendance of love.
1: Exactly, and the ascendance of love is what's going to create ascension for everyone to lift their vibration to a higher place, a higher space, and have greater understanding of who and what they are.
0: We started the question with how to stay safe when we're open-minded or how to be open-minded on our spiritual journey and stay safe. Mm -hmm. And my definition or the way I roll with that is to be open-minded to to receiving new information from different sources. One of my favorite things is to see how so many different people are saying the same thing using different words. Yes. And the way that I can tell whether it's true or not is how I feel and whether what I'm receiving from the words I'm reading, I love to read so it's usually reading whether they feel in alignment with that beautiful energy that we get when we feel connected as we just did a few moments ago. Yes. Is is that something similar to how you've helped people in the past? Well,
1: yeah, but you've got to understand that everybody is at a different, and I'm not going to say levels, I hate that word. It doesn't resonate with me. Everybody's on a different path to the same place, if that makes sense. So all of us are going to have different experiences that will lead us to the same place. So everybody is going to see it slightly differently or they're going to have, as you said, they're going to have different experiences through reading, through receiving messages from different sources and interaction with different people. If it resonates, that is what you go with. If it doesn't resonate, then let it go. That's that's a way of keeping you safe because if you go like – for instance, if someone comes to you and they're full on and they believe with all their heart and soul, this is the right way and this is what you should be doing, and wah, 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 but it's not resonating, don't try and be like them and follow them, but listen to your own heart and soul. That is why I said in the beginning, it is so important to be centered in your heart as answers. You need to have that heart center because that's where your truth is, in that place, and it will never lead you astray, ever. Your mind will because there's your shadow ego self that goes blah, 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 <laughs> and did you, do, 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 do. <laughs> should, and you could, go, would, should, yes. should, should. And you go, oh, maybe, maybe, oh, what if, and here comes the what ifs. If you're getting what ifs and, oh, my goodness, and there's bit element of fear going on. It can't possibly be for your highest good. So you have to reassess it and come back in and say, show me. One thing I know that I've learned over the years is the moment I say, show me, I'll give you an example. Many, many years ago, feels like a lifetime ago now, when I was about 20, my grandfather died. An amazing man, so skilled, so talented, But for me, I thought, that made me start thinking, what happens when we die? Ooh, the ultimate question. Yeah, and I'm like, hang on. he can't possibly have lived such an amazing life and been such an amazing being just to be a nothing. Where's he going? What's happening? So I remember laying in bed that night and I said, I'm a bit stubborn, so I said, okay, universe, God, whoever you are, I will not sleep this night until you show me what's happening with my grandfather and what's his next step. I will not sleep until you show me. And I laid there and I laid there. Nothing happened. I said, I'm waking. You need (laughs) to show me. Because in my heart, I knew if I asked, I would be shown. And the next minute I was whisked off. And there he was. And I'll share the experience because it's probably changed. This is how my mind perceived it at that time. I see things a little bit differently now. But he was laid out. He was on a a, like a bed thing and there were three people with him and they all had long white gowns and they had what I thought was a clipboard. Today I'd probably say it was an iPad or something. (laughs) Anyway, they were all (laughs) milling around and they went, oh, hi, Carol, we've been expecting you. And I'm like, oh, good. Obviously, I've been hurt, you know, because I was really adamant that I needed to know he was okay. And they said, he suffered much in his passing, and his spirit has long since been um, contracted because the death of my grandmother many years before really affected him. But no one realized to the extent. And they said he is now being healed. And he was laying on a bed, believe it or not, some sort of bed. And he looked really at peace, so peaceful. And I looked around where I was and it was light and beautiful and I saw some doors on further down and I asked them what that was and they just said, that's not for you right now, that'll be later. And I went, oh, okay, and then I woke up instantly. But I was shown. So ever since that experience, whenever I want to know anything, I just say, show me. I need to know. I want to know the truth. Give me absolute truth in God's love, God's light, God's purity. Show me the truth. Tell me the truth. Because for me, integrity and truth are the top priorities for me. I will never say anything to anyone if I haven't first experienced it or know it to be an absolute truth. So we talked about safety and channeling earlier. When I fur I never wanted to be a channeler, I've always said I don't like channeling. And I've never understood why until further down the track in my sojourn on this planet, working with people. And I've worked with thousands of people. Literally, I tried to work it out the other night, how many people I would have helped on their spiritual quest, their spiritual journeys. And I, I can't count them because there's thousands. And I just thought, wow, if I really talked to that many people, and I do like to talk, but <laughs> <laughs> and you ask me, a clear, oh, but I'll talk as long as you want me to. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, as I said, I didn't like the word channeling because I was never sure that the information I was receiving was absolute truth mm. because I've had people come to me when I've been working with a client And I have people who have passed over and they'll come and say, tell them blah, 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 and I listen. And if I can't feel it in my heart, then I just ignore it and tell them to go away. But the ones that come, and I remember one time this being came while I was working with a client, and she was really in a bad way. She was depressed and blah, blah, blah. And this being came and he said, you need to tell her blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, I can't tell her that. That doesn't feel sound right. Sound. Hear the difference. That doesn't sound right. And he said, tell her. And as he said it, I felt it within my heart. So I told her and she literally crumpled in a heap and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed, which is what she needed to do to be able to shift this energy, this block that was in her that was stopping her from moving forward But when I just said that to you, remember I said I felt it. Mm. So it's not about – you can hear a lot of stuff when you're on your spiritual journey that goes blah, 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 blah in your ear, however you tune in. I remember I used to hear behind my ear at the back of my head. That's where I get used to hear all the time. That's where the channeling used to come through. So I used to have to work out, is this truth or is this not? And the only way I could tell was if I listened to my heart. Now when I do it, I've been doing this for many years, it comes from my heart. I feel it. If it doesn't feel right, I just don't go there.
0: Let's go back a few steps in a way. So we yep. started with the connecting to Mother Earth and Father Sky and yep. and feeling that trinity in our heart space. So, to me, when we're in that state, we are essentially channels for the one true source of energy that created all. That is correct. So, then, if that's correct, we're all walking, talking channels when we're in our true state of being.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So. Exactly. That's where mental telepathy comes in. You can almost read each other's thoughts and feelings when You're in that space, but it's learning to hold that yeah. space. It is a trick. I remember it is a trick many years ago. I read, um, Jane Redfield, oh, yeah, um, the Celestial the, uh, Prophecy, Celestial Prophecy. Prophecy. Yep, and I read all his books. And I used to find him fascinating because I uh, there was a lot in those books that I used to resonate with here and there, not all of it, but a lot of it. And I thought, okay, one of the things that I really loved was holding that heart space, holding that energy in your heart at all times. Because when you do hold it, it's like here it is, all this energy in your heart, which is pure love from source. You are source at that moment and will be forever because we are source. But when you're holding it, it expands out. This is what I see. So I thought, I'm going to practice this because that's what he was talking about. And I tell, I used to go to Grand Central, which is my training ground because a lot of people used to hang out in Grand Central. So hang on but a tick. For listeners,
0: I, Grand Central is our local large oh, shopping center.
1: Yes. So I used to go there and whilst I was holding that space, everybody, and I don't mean some everybody would look at me and smile and the energy would change and there'd be happy faces and people would be smiling and saying hello. And by the time I got, you know, like a 100 yards up through the shopping centre, I I realised, oh, I've seen something in the shop window and it's gone again. (laughs) So it's like, oh, dear, how do I hold this so My whole life now has been about holding it, and now I can honestly say it's more there than it's not. But is it always there? No, of course not. I'm I'm still trying to navigate out of the matrix of 3D and lift my energy and hold it. But it's possible, and anyone can do it. And that grounding that I gave you earlier, that helps you stay there and be there, and you can feel it. You feel your head get heavier, you feel your body get lighter, and you feel that opening in the heart, and that's when the doors open. When you hold that space, doors open, and you can walk through them, and the universe is there, and you're in the flow of the universe. Then you manifest so quickly and easily. Everything is at your fingertips
0: when you're in that space. Mm-hmm. It's like use the force, it's yours anyway. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, it's always there. You just have to reconnect to it. And I think that's the problem of today where we're in such chaos on the planet and people are dis- are disconnected. It's time. To- we have to. There's nothing else. We need to reconnect. And listen to that still small voice, that voice that you feel in your heart in down under your ribcage there. That's the one that leads you and guides you. That's the truth in there. That is your higher self, your spirit, speaking to you, guiding you, looking out for you. I'm sure a lot of you would have had times when don't cross over now, you're going to get run over, or be careful, and you've looked and you've stepped back or you've, Gone into a room and it's like you need to get out of here and you follow that. I learned to follow that from being a child and I could have been in all sorts of difficult situations, but following that little voice, that, that, that feeling that comes, that's kept me safe always. And I've been in some perilous situations throughout my life that could have been turned really nasty had I not listened to that still small voice and followed it instantly. I don't even question it. I just follow it.
0: One of my teachers across my journey, I'll just always associate these words with him, don't think, just do. Exactly, because
1: it's the thinking where the ego brain gets involved and takes you on another path. And That's the voice that people don't say. They say, which is the voice I listen to? I, my head, I get told all this stuff, and I say, well, where does it come from? Where are you listening? It's all in my head. No, that's not the voice you should be listening to (laughs) because your mind will take you on. It's programmed to do all sorts of stuff. You've helped program it throughout your life and many lifetimes. And they're the things we need to let go of and be completely void of. It's time to now not feed it, acknowledge it. Sure, it's. I mean, it's there. But it's like, no, I don't need to do that. We always have a choice. There's always a choice in any given situation or any given moment. We have a choice to do this or that. So if this is going to take you away from your path, then we need to do that. And if that says blah, 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 and it's not resonating with you, then don't do it. It's as simple as that.
0: And often the choice that is the one that comes from love or source or spirit or God might not be logical. True. Because spirit knows no boundaries. I think often we choose the, the the mind voice because it seems like the more logical thing to do. Exactly. I have a,
1: a client and I know she won't mind me using her. She came to me several years ago as someone that used to wring her hands, you know, really nervous, anxious, worried about absolutely everything. You know, the fly walking across the window. <gasps> Is it going to leave a trail? Wow. type thing. She really was a worry And over the time I've known her, she has, she's learned to listen to spirit. She's learned to shut her ego mind down. And one of her biggest lessons was to understand that the universe just wants to bless her with all the abundance that's available to her. She's a very gifted, talented person. And I've pushed her a little bit, but she's done it herself. It's not me. I just give her some tools to help her have the strength to do what she needs to do for herself. I, um, and this lady has created, I've been with her for the past year and a half while she's been creating this skin range of, of, um, products because she hates the fact that everything on the market has something nasty in it. So this lady has created this high vibrational aromatherapeutic type skin range of products that has just gone ballistic. So this little warrior has become this magnificent being. Her spiritual experiences along the way have been out of the world. But I'm telling you this story because what she has learned to do is trust. Trust in her own inner voices, her own inner self, her higher self. She's learned to have faith in that and trust in it. And that's where we all have problems because we don't trust that voice. And like you just said, we hear stuff, we listen, and we don't do it because we don't trust it. And it comes back to trust. And we fear, what if? What if I do that? What's going to happen? But when you learn to start trusting that higher self-voice, the voice of spirit, it, it everything just flows. It all comes together. You don't even have to think about it. So it comes back to trust. We have everything that we need, everything. It's all within us. The biggest problem that has happened over the eons of time is we've become disconnected because that's the grand plan for the other side of things and because we've become disconnected we look outside of ourselves constantly for that which is not there. So we're seeking, seeking, seeking spirituality, seeking is we go to books, we go to different people, and but we don't go inside ourselves. Because every answer, everything Everything you could possibly want to know is within you. It's all in your DNA. It's in every cell. It's in your higher self, your, your, your spirit. Everything, everything you need for your growth, for your spiritual journey, and everything you need to access to do this for yourself is within you. So yes, you'll read books, like you said, And you get triggered and you go, wow, yeah, that really resonates. So instead of continuing reading, go inside yourself and say, what is it within this paragraph that resonates so deeply within me? Show me. And that takes you to a deeper level of understanding of self.
0: Which, you know, I'm keen to come back and talk a little bit more about channeling, but essentially where we are there because when we're in that connected state let me start that again if there's only one creator and we connect yep. into the source of who we are we're connecting to all that's and great. then we have the ability well it, in my understanding sometimes words are tricky aren't they then oh, yeah. we have the ability to be channels of truth if 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 we stay in that connected state and also channels of other beings yeah beings and uh, individuations of god is what i'm trying to yeah. say
1: well god in his myriad forms we are gods all of us are part of god mm. we are god and if we were all gathered in a, so imagine yourself here's god he's holding the basket and we gather all the souls shove them in the basket And become one again with God.
0: (laughs) So, shoved in there.
1: (laughs) We're all shoved in this basket. And if we all expand from that basket and see ourselves as particles of God because we are God, the basket will disappear. We will become completely one and our light will burn so bright. And the channel for ourselves would be so clear and pure that we would know and understand everything in an instant. And I guess that's the part where we're going to see that God particle, which is us, as being gods rather than separate. And this has been the format throughout many lifetimes to create us as separate from God, and we're not. Not at all. We have to overcome that little obstacle and find, and I know for some people who are listening who are very religious, and that's fine. You know, you've been brought up with Catholicism or whatever you have, whatever religion you've been brought up with, and when you pray to God, it's always someone that's outside of you, and the Christ consciousness, the Christ love is outside of you, and you have to go through him to get to God. Well, the Christ consciousness is the love that we, he tried to teach. And it is the love of the universe. It permeates every atom, every cell, every molecule, every minuscule bit of universe. That is the Christ love, the consciousness. But then when you pray to something that's outside of yourself, that's when you get, you stay disconnected because when you realize that you are that and you're part of that and that God is within you in every breath you take and everything that you are, then all of a sudden you start feeling different and you get peace, calm, and you you expand into that awareness and consciousness. And then when you do get channeled, when something does come to you, it's in all its purity. You feel it. You hear it, you know it. Sometimes when you are on your spiritual journey, sometimes you'll get distracted by different, um, points of view and you'll hear different conversations going on in your head to try and keep you from going on that spiritual path because the programming that you've had in your mind, in your brain has been put there on purpose to stop you or for you, if you want to look at it in a different light, I'll say it in a different way. It's there for you to overcome so that you can become stronger and stand in your power, in your glory of who you are. This magnificent being inside this body having a spiritual experience in a human body. That's what it's all about. And you can let go and be, and I mean be. That's all we all we have to do is just be, and everything, every desire, every moment in time that you need, every bit of channeling, every every thing you need to know, everything that you are will be given to you and shown
0: to you, because you are it. Just be so beautiful. You know, seeing God as outside of ourselves, that's just ginormous. Mm. And I think this is where, you know, now we're doubling back right back to the beginning of our conversation about open-mindedness, because the way we describe our connection with God, um, you know, we're a God particle, or we're an extension of God, or we're a fragment of God, or we're a continuum of God, it's it's it it's hard to put words around it. It is, and it. I think that's where we start. In sometimes, that's how we start fracturing ourselves off. Is what I was going to say, but I'm trying to sort of put words around this idea that some ways of explaining spirituality are more true than others. When in yes. fact, we've just become more aligned with a certain set of words and more familiar with that certain set of words but if we feel into it and really sit with because the words are just trying to put a framework around the energy that they're conveying. Correct. So if we feel into the energy that we're conveying, we can start to see that there's a lot of different ways of saying the same exactly. thing.
1: Exactly. That is so true. My way is not the only way. I I'm saying one thing, you'll have someone else say something different, but it means the same. And people write books and they're trying to convey that message, that idea uh, in another way, but it all leads to the same thing. So words, words are very important actually. It's a good thing to bring up there. When we start our spiritual journey, it's very important that the words – that come out of our mouths are light truth and if you, especially if you're trying to convey it to someone else and even yourself the old patterning and the old way of saying and seeing and being things has to be let go I can't express that enough we have to let go of everything we've believed in, everything we've thought, everything that we've been programmed to see, everything that's been shown to us and explained to us from their perspective, you have to let go of the whole lot. Let go, let go, let go. Surrender, surrender, surrender. Then come in to your heart again. It's always back to the heart. You can't do it any other way because your heart is the thing that will turn guide you through and talk you through. Yeah, there's no other way. It's like, and I'm going to share the experience I had just recently, which helped me see how being, just being is. I had a meditation. I was feeling quite despondent, um, as a lot of us are, because some of us are having to deal with vaccination and non-vaccination and all the controversy around it. I know what I know in my heart, and I have to follow that. It doesn't matter what anybody else does. We all have to follow what we feel is right regarding this topic. But it was making me feel so sad, and I've been crying a lot over it because I'm very much an empath and I connect to all the collective. And the collective, I feel their sadness, I feel their anxiety, their confusion, and the love I have for them is so great. I am I just become very emotional i just got to compose myself sorry so i had a meditation and i opened my eyes and where i sit, i have where i live i have all these beautiful trees that surround me and i connect to these certain trees and as i opened my eyes this tree spoke to me and said look at me and i said i see you he said no really see me and I said, I do see you. I see your energy as it moves through your ba- your trunk, and I see how it connects down into the ground and connects with all the other trees and roots of other trees. I see how you're connected. And I said, I'm the same. My body, my nervous system looks just like your trunk and connecting down to my feet and into the earth. And he goes, yes, exactly. And he said, see how I stand? And I said, yes. He said. You need to stand tall like that too. Hold your back straight. Allow the energy to move through your back to give you strength, courage, wisdom, and understanding. And I said, I I hear you. And then he said, look how, even though my trunk is solid, how I just sway in the breeze. I don't bend and break. and it was a really windy day actually and it was just moving gently with the wind and he said let's see how I'm moving so I'm going with the flow and that's how we have to be with our spirit is to go with the flow here be see and just be and then he said look at my branches and I looked at them and he said Now raise your arms like my branches. And I raised my arms, and he said, See how my branches are reaching for the light at all times. And I said, Yes, I see. And he said, That's what you do. So as you're reaching for the light with your limbs, so you reach, I reach to the light with my limbs. And I am connected into Mother Earth as you are connected, and we're all connected to the collective the same, my brothers and my sisters, my other trees same as you, and then he said one of the really profound was, you give me breath as I give you breath, be a tree and just be Carol and allow spirit to move through you. It was a beautiful, beautiful moment and I really, really got a lot from that tree and every time I feel myself spiritually not strong and in my heart, I think, be a tree, Carol, stand strong, (laughs) hold your spine erect and be. And that's what we're all learning to do right now is to stand erect, follow our hearts and just be. No words, just be. And everything you need will come through you, to you, in truth and purity and love. So I hope you didn't mind me sharing that.
0: No, not at all. I loved it. I was just leaving a moment to really soak it in. <laughs>
1: it was a very special moment. It was beautiful. Yeah,
0: it brings up another really big topic. Are you open for another yeah. really big topic? <laughs> yes, go for it. <laughs> so two episodes back, I spoke with Judy Carroll, who has dual planetary consciousness, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a really great conversation. Of course, they're all great conversations. Absolutely. Anyhow, we talked about how as our consciousness expands, duality decreases and we more readily choose the mind of God. And then in the last episode with Anne Olson, we talked about the choiceless choice of when we're allowing the truth of who we are to come through us. It's like a choiceless choice. We would choose to be who we truly are. This, uh, in our true source self form um, or our, our Christ self in our heart space. And then it comes into this idea where often guided to do God's will or, or allow God's will And Mm -hmm. I've always had a bit of a hang-up and bang-up with that because it's like, well, hang on a minute, I'm me and God can be God, but I'm going to live my life the way I want to. Thanks. (laughs) And um, over time I've come to understand (laughs) that that was in fact part of this whole conditioning that God is outside of ourselves. And when we come into that true state of being where there's, a, we're a direct extension of God, they're my preferred words, but you used um, God particle, mm-hmm. then of course we're going to do God's will because it is our will. Exactly, because
1: we're one and the same.
0: Yeah, but it's just another sort of, I guess, hurdle to get over in our spiritual journey or it's another um form of misprogramming.
1: Well, I heard you saying just then the word that's kept coming to me was choice, choice, unchoice, no choice. Well, it's really funny because I spoke with a few people just the other day. We had a group of us met up and I, we were talking about exactly that and we all agree that there is no choice. We've reached a place where there's no choice because we are that we are. So when you realize that you are God and God is you and that you're playing the part to be that, to be one because you are one, you're not even playing, you are. (laughs) Then the choice disappears because you only ever make choices. You only ever make decisions or do that. Which is God's will, which is your will. There is no, there's no more place for choice because the choice no longer exists.
0: Yeah, that's what Anne it meant is, by the choiceless choice.
1: Exactly. That's where you come to the choiceless choice. She say, says it exactly as it is. There's no other way. So when you're committed to the God that you are, to the God that's within, to the all that is and will ever be, then you become that and there is you have a choiceless choice. It is what it is. You just be. And that's what I keep saying. That's what being is all about. When you can just be without all the distractions that go on outside of you, you still see them. You can't get away from it because this is what's going on. All this drama and chaos outside of yourself. But when you're centered within and you just be, you've already made your choice. You are God, the God within. You are that you are. There's no other place. So all the rest is what you've become now is the observer of what's happening around you. Whilst you live, and you can call it a bubble, you can call it your little Piece of paradise, whatever you want to call it. You stay centered in that and just be, and you don't get tipped either way. You are. You just are. And everything that's going on outside of that realm that you are creating for yourself. And this is another point that we, where we're at, the more we connect to the God within and become the God that we are. Then you are manifesting and creating a world for yourself and others of peace, love, joy, happiness, where everything is flourishing, where everything is beautiful. Are you going to have problems in that world? Well, I'm sure we are going to come across little things that are going to need to be addressed, but we do it as a unit of oneness rather than the way the world has gone on in the past. This is what's happening to all of us. So our spiritual connection is becoming more and more paramount for more and more people. I've had clients who have come to me in just recently who said, I feel so disconnected. How do I reconnect? What is it I'm disconnected to? Why can't I do this? Why can't I find that? Well, it's simple. It's because you're looking outside of yourself. And it comes back to that thing again where we go in and start making choiceless choice. Simple. It's all very simple. People try and make it so hard, but it's so simple. You just have to be. Yeah. Yeah. When you're kind, when you're loving, when you give people love, and you help your fellow man, and you're in service to fellow man, and you serve your Nature and you serve yourself and you serve those around you in love. Well, you become the choiceless choice,
0: mm-hmm. because you are God within. I think it becomes super simple because being in that Christ consciousness state is—it's so simple. Everything is love. It—it's the—it's the flow of love and the expression of love into form in the absence of that state, there's a million different physical, material attempts to express love and none yep. of them make the cut.
1: We can feel it. Of course. It. There's a trillion different not a million, there's trillions <laughs> of different ways. <laughs> and everybody will try and find a way to express love. But you can't you can't give love and receive love until you are the love and you love yourself. It it can't work because you don't know love until love is such a there's no word other I look at love the word love and it's so used so flippantly throughout ages. But love is the only thing we can associate with a heart and until you have enough love for yourself, which comes when you find who you are when you start finding yourself, your true self, and you start working on releasing all the rubbish that you've held on to for so long and all the things you believe that aren't real, when you start releasing them and letting them go, and that's what we have to do as a collective, as an individual, is let go Of all the old things that we truly, that we believe that have created the world that we live in for ourselves and those around us. Once you start doing that and you start bringing that consciousness inside you to the forefront to create and be the person that you truly are, then love starts building up inside yourself. And that's when you forgive yourself. And you are so repentant of what you have done to yourself and declare to yourself, I'm never going here again. I love you, I love you, I love you. And when you feel yourself embrace yourself from within, then magic starts to happen. But it all comes from within. You can't receive love, you can't give true love until you love yourself. That's strong. And it's full on, but it's the truth. It is. It is.
0: For anyone who feels like they've just been given a massive long list of homework and that sounds like really hard work, (laughs) the good news is just connecting to love, love will do the heavy lifting for you if you allow it. And
1: sometimes you're going to have a few blocks and you might have to go and get help from someone who has done the journey or who works in the field of energy And that's okay too. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That is so essential that you don't try and do it all on your own because there will come times when you go, oh, I'm stuck, I'm never going to get through this. And that's okay too because that's part of the healing journey.
0: Well, when we heal others, we're healing ourselves. So in asking someone for help, we're actually helping them while they help us. Oh,
1: absolutely. If you could imagine the clients I've had in front of me and I'm hearing them and i'm working with them i think oh while you're doing this i need to do this for me too (laughs) because (laughs) it brings up what they do is trigger a little piece of you that you thought thought i've done that wow i need to clear that yeah yeah, (laughs) yeah. and it's being open here it is with the open-mindedness it's being open to every aspect of healing of loving of feeling and of being you have to keep your mind open all the time and let go of all the old stuff that closes the mind down because you're locked into patterns. You need to unlock those patterns, let them go, and allow yourself to be totally open-minded and know that you are safe. The only time that you're not going to be safe is if you decide, oh, I'm going to go and have a dabble over here. and It's not really light, but it's it's clouded in dark. And that's, you'll know, you know if this is right or this is the right path or this is not. You will know. And don't be, be aware of deceivers. There's a lot of them out there who will take you off track. Be aware. Don't follow their way. The only way to remain safe is be open-minded while staying heart-centered then you're safe. Nothing can touch you because you follow spirit and guidance from there. Don't listen to others. I've known a lot of beautiful souls who are really off track, and they've tried to take me with them, and I've looked at it, and I've thought, that's really, whoa, that's really left field. I'm not really sure. And so I will meditate on it, pray on it, whatever you do, to enter into that Christ heart space that consciousness that is universal, by the way. It's not just from the Jesus. It is Christ consciousness is love, and it's a universal love. It's felt throughout the entire universe, through all different galaxies. Trust. I know that for a fact. I've been there, seen it. I know it. So that Christ consciousness, that love, is pure and solid. And if you use discernment with what you're doing, it's very, you need to hone in on your discernment to know, is this right? Question it. Always question. Never just jump in feet first. That way you're always safe. You have an open mind to hear everything, experience everything, but know whether it's true or not. And if you're not sure, then you will question. You question, question, question and ask. Ask for your guides to help you. Ask for your higher self to come in and show you the truth, and it always will, every time. And don't forget to ask for help if you need it. That's important. People don't.
0: Well, the whole idea of being an individual and making it on our own is another false programming, really. Absolutely. Well, I think though before I dive down the conversation path of another false programming, I think we <laughs> we better close off that one <laughs> for another day. Another day, another day. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Carol. It's been such a beautiful episode. Thank you for having me, and my love to all of you who listen. My heart is with
1: you. I pray for all of us continuously. So. Hang in there, be
0: the strength you are, and just love. thank you well, that's it for another episode of the more Love podcast. We've really enjoyed this time with Carol, and if you visit the more love podcast webpage, which is at livetrue to you dot com forward slash more love podcast, I will have More, uh, well, Carol's details and a write up for this episode, and you can listen to the episode there if you so desire. So until next time, love and blessings.